Good Morning Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Tuesday. It's October the 12th of 2021. Oh, 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 I remembered. I'm going to start cutting her mic off right around that time. (laughs) Every time I let you know what day it is. Hey, there's some important things we can celebrate today. It's uh, National Savings Day. Yeah. Which, uh, what's that? (laughs) <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. Uh, National Gumbo Day. So if you're a fan of Cajun food, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. World Arthritis Day. Oh, well. It's right. one to celebrate. I don't know if you celebrate that. Maybe we're trying to find a, a way to fix Awareness, it. Awareness, yeah. Yeah. Also, Face Your Fears Day, where you're supposed to tackle one of your biggest fears to make your life better. Try to get over the fear. Well, we have someone bringing in 17 tarantulas today. They're going to crawl on your body. Uh, no. I did have a tarantula when I was a kid. How did you even take care of that? I was scared of it. So your mom took care of My it. My brother. He was always more brave. He was younger, but more brave. Kai found a spider. Let me see if I can find the picture of it. It was outside uh, somewhere, and he got all excited about it and wanted to keep it. And it <laughs> This, it was a black widow. I'm not exactly sure what type of spider this is. Maybe you can let me know because it looks like a tarantula. Uh, it it does. Is I it would a tarantula? Say, is it a, like a wolf spider? It's pretty furry, though. Can you tell it how furry, furry it is? That's at y'all's house? Yeah, it was crawling around. Ooh. So Kai put it on a stick and then started walking around with it. How'd that go? Uh, well, his mom wasn't real happy about that. I'm just saying if you zoom it in on it. It does them, look like a tarantula, though. It looks like we had a tarantula crawling on our house, but I don't think necessarily they're you know, common spiders well, just walking around it? the neighborhood. That's a good size. I mean, probably the size of this. Do you think maybe it got out of someone's enclosure? It was someone else's tarantula. And that could be it. That might make sense. Hmm. I'm not sure where it is, though, because Kai was so worried about it. Trying to make sure it was okay. Wanted to nurture this poor spider in the wild. You know what does it? It's the fur. If, yeah. if that spider didn't have fur, then he probably wouldn't say that. What would you do if you saw that spider crawling around? Oh, hello. But no. I would stay back. You'd I would stay talk back? to it, but I would stay back. You wouldn't get a shoe? No. And whack it? No, I would not one that big. I'd be set. I'd be scared it would come after me. You ever seen those bites like from somebody's leg where a spider got him though? You want that sucker Mm-mm. biting you? I was trying to tell Kai, hey, keep it away from the house because if he somehow got in, like that's it's not real pretty. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll post that and let people help me uh, figure out what yeah. type of spider that is. I'll put that up on social media in just a few minutes. Hey, today's also a day to celebrate the farmer in our life, the farmers out there who get up really early and work really hard. And we mentioned uh, that we want to celebrate you mm-hmm. guys because, I mean, golly, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't yeah. eat. We right. wouldn't have clothes, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So uh, Kelly's put together a list of farmer songs for mm-hmm. us this morning. So let's run through and see what all she has. Rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey, whiskey makes my baby feel a little frisky. Back roads are bogging up, my buddies pile up in my truck. We hunt our honeys down, we take them into town, start washing all our All right, so maybe you're out there on a tractor. She thinks my tractor's sexy. Come on. It really turns her on. Working that farm out there. She's always staring at me while I'm chugging along. While we're on the whole tractor kick. We can go to the show. We can stay right here. And I can take you for a ride on my big green tractor. We can go slow or make it go faster down through the woods. 
long as I'm with you. You want to keep going with the whole tractor theme? How about... Tim McGraw was down on the farm. It's been on a tractor, ain't seen Becky all week. Somebody said they seen him headed down to the creek. Farmer Johnson's daughters just pulled up in a Jeep. Man, he knows how to grow them, if you know what I mean. Oh, Dave's getting loud, but he don't mean no harm. We're just country boys and girls getting down on the farm. It's National Farmer's Day today. I'm a God-fearing, hard-working combine driver, hogging up the and Kelly's favorite of the bunch is all about the corn, right? Farmer's Day today. We salute you and thank you for all of the work you do. Getting up early, especially this time of year, we appreciate that. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1994, and Toby Keith had the number one song in country music on this day. That's my house, that's my car, that's my dog in my backyard. There's the window to the she laid her pretty head I planted that tree out by the fence Not long after we moved in There's my kids and that's my wife Who's that man running my life 27 years ago today, this was the number one song in the world of country music. It's Toby King. If I pulled in, would it cause a scene? They're not really expecting me. Those kids have been through hell. I hear they've adjusted well. Turn around in the neighbor's drive. I'd be hard to recognize in this pickup truck. It's just an old fixer up. Drive away one more time A lot of things running through my mind I guess the less things change The more they never seem the same That's my house and that's my car That's my dog in my backyard There's a window to the room Where she lays her pretty head Twenty-seven years ago, Toby Keith, he was number one with this one right here. Yeah, that's my house, that's 
Toby Keith and Who's That Man? Number one on this day in 1994. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here it is, Tuesday morning, October the 12th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I got you gossip today on Kanye West. All right, so Kanye was spotted with his, well, I guess they're currently married, but going through a divorce. Kanye was spotted with Kim Kardashian over the weekend at a hotel in New York City. So the speculation was that maybe things are better and Kim and Kanye are trying to work things out. It's not the case. According to sources, they say that Kim and Kanye are doing better than they were when they decided to file for divorce. But at the same point, they're they're doing better just because they've tried to become friends again and co-parents and all of that. And Kanye was merely in New York City to support Kim while she was out there working on SNL. So if you're wondering or thinking that maybe Kim and Kanye are going to get back together, it doesn't look like that's the case. Now, Kanye is setting out to sell his ranch. He has his 4,000-acre property right near the Rocky Mountains in Cody, Wyoming, and he's selling it for $11 bucks. So if you have $11 bucks in your pocket, maybe you want to go buy the ranch Kanye owned in Wyoming. Now, they are saying he's selling this for a loss because when he purchased it, he bought it for $14 million, and now he's selling it for $11 million. But Kim and Kanye not getting back together, and Kanye's getting rid of some property in Wyoming. Got you gossip today on Ariana Grande. So Ariana, she's always been open. She's always been honest about her own struggles with mental health. She's talked about suffering from PTSD following the Manchester Arena attack in 2017. And she's talked about how going to therapy has saved her life. So yesterday was World Mental Health Day. And Ariana wanted to do something in honor of that to help others. So she shared that she's giving up to $5 million away in free therapy. So Ariana teamed up with mental health platform BetterHelp to give away uh, that those those therapy sessions and she admits listen this is only a small thing that I can do but she hopes in doing this it's going to bring access to people that cannot get therapy and hopefully maybe inspire others to start therapy yep. um, but the cool thing I didn't know this is the second time this year that Ariana has given money for people to go get free therapy uh, so if you want to take Ariana up on her offer uh, the info's up on Instagram just search Ariana Grande it's one of the things with what we see in mental health in society like literally mental health and and help mm-hmm. should be available to everybody. Right. You know, we should have somebody to talk mm-hmm. to if you need somebody to talk to. So cool of Ariana Grande to do what she's doing. And got your gossip today on Machine Gun Kelly. Now we're in the backseat of the black car going home when she asks me, is it So Machine Gun Kelly and his girlfriend Megan Fox are featured on the cover and on the pages of the British magazine GQ. So British GQ. Uh, they talk about their relationship and He says, basically, they may look perfect on the red carpet, but they admit they have their own struggles. This is what Machine Gun Kelly says, and I quote, It should be light, but also we go to hell with each other. It's ecstasy and agony for sure. I don't want people thinking that anything's perfect with us. I didn't say it was the darkest fairy tale for no reason. So, evidently, that is a relationship that is interesting. One that we have seen a lot of. And if you look at the the pages of the British version of GQ... Mm -hmm. You'll see a lot of PDA, like lots of it. Yeah. There are people who who are married people who live in a home with a spouse who don't display as much PDA in their home 
as Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox do on the magazine. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox in the new issue of British GQ. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly, what do you like to do when you're happy? Eat. What do you like to do when you're sad? Eat. What do you like to do when you're stressed? Oh, I like to eat. What do you like to do when you celebrate? Pretty much eat. Basically, we like eating. And I saw this thing this morning that was talking about uh, favorite cookies. And there's uh, a ranking of the 40 best cookies. Ooh. So I thought we would run through that. Coming in at number 40. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk about each one in detail. And if we've had them. No, the number one cookie. I don't think I've ever had this one. The number one cookie is the Golden Oreo. Ooh, those are good. They are? Yeah. Now, I don't know about number one, but they are really good. I bought them for my family one time, and no one would eat them. These aren't Oreos. Well, they're really good. Taste them. Did you buy generic, or did you buy the name brand? No, Brandon. I bought the name brand. I'll just tell you, I won't even buy the generic Oreos. Like, I draw the line on Oreos. Wow. I'll buy generic of everything else. I'd buy generic beef. I don't even care. Okay. But Oreos, draw on the line. Okay. All right. So the thin golden Oreos are actually the absolute number one. Uh, Coming in second, and I get this one more so than the Oreos because I've never tried the golden Oreos, but Toll House chocolate chip cookies. Ooh, like the hard ones or the soft ones? I like the soft ones better myself. Yeah, I do too. They used to have these cookies. I'm not sure if they still have them. Um, Let me make sure they're not here in the top 10. You ever had soft batch cookies? Yes. They came in the red packaging Mm -hmm. and like these huge chocolate chips. I think it was Toll House or Keebler or something like that. Do they still make those? I think so. Soft batch cookies. I haven't had those in forever. Uh, Okay, so again, it goes uh, Golden Oreos, then the Toll House chocolate chip cookies, then the original Oreos, then the Keebler fudge stripe cookies. Like those. Pepperidge Farms uh, milk chocolate chocolate chip cookies. Then the Nutter Butter, which, man, those are good. They are good. Those are really good. If you don't mm-hmm. want chocolate, that's something great. Uh, Chips Ahoy, the original ones. Then it goes out like Pillsbury Holiday Sugar Cookies, Mrs. Fields chocolate chip, and then the Intamin's chocolate chip. What do you go for? Gosh. You're I'm, on the cookie aisle. I'm going to say it's probably going to be, it's going to be like the soft batch chocolate chip. If they, I'm going to have to buy those if they still have them. Because I, I haven't seen them. I think they're in a red bag for some reason. Well, they're, in the old days, they used to have uh, like a little tray on the inside. Yeah. And it was like a, almost like foil looking mm-hmm. red yep. So, anyway. What about you? We'll look that up. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the standard, man. I'm going double stuff Oreos. Mm-hmm. If I had to just pick one, yeah. like the Nutter Butters are good. My Milano cookies. Oh, I can eat the whole bag mm-hmm. of those. But they're a little expensive for the amount of cookies you get. Right, so you wouldn't get the the generic Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies or uh, whatever. No, you can't do that. You got to have the real thing Milano cookies. And the last time I had those, I believe one of our friends bought them, uh, brought them to us in a gift basket. Yeah, remember that? Oh, I do. Yes, and I ate them all. I think you ate the whole bag before you got home. They were so delicious. Your man. poor family. My poor family didn't get them. I'm not going to share Milano cookies. Oh. Just not going to do it. Okay. Will you look up and see if uh, the soft batch cookies are still available? Because I think I want some of those today. That's going to be lunch. 
But really? anyway, yeah, the golden Oreo, the number one favorite cookie, according to this deal I was reading this morning. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So police in Titusville, Florida, were out on patrol around 2 a.m. when they spotted a fairly large fire in the middle of the road. Well, the flames were about four feet high, and the fire was right in front of a guy's house, so they figured he had something to do with it, especially because he was out drinking on his porch, and he was holding a sword for some reason. (laughs) Whoops. Well, the guy's name is Scott, and he's 37 years old, and according to police, he kept drinking as they talked to him, and he started chugging from a half gallon of Captain Morgan. Oh. Wait, doesn't Captain Morgan also carry a sword? Ooh, I think he does. Okay, so maybe he was reenacting. I I don't know. Maybe so. Scott eventually agreed to let go of the sword and also a knife that was in his waistband. But he couldn't explain why he started the fire or was too intoxicated to remember. But it turned out he'd been cited for illegal burns five other times in the past six months. So this time, they arrested him. But once they got him to jail, he intentionally broke a sprinkler and flooded his holding cell. He's facing charges for reckless burning of lands and felony criminal mischief. All right. Speaking of Captain Morgan, where did Captain Hook go get his hook? Um, Kelly, I have no idea. The secondhand store. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Tuesday morning. It's October the 12th. We appreciate you having us on this morning. I read some news that was interesting this morning on David Arquette. So, you know, David Arquette, the actor, um, he's turned into a wrestler. Um, he's filmed movies in Arkansas. All kinds of ties to us. And, you know, we've been kind of had some friendly exchanges uh, over the number uh, the last number of years. Anyway, I was reading the story that he's rebranding and relaunching something that to me was a childhood favorite. And I got kind of excited to think about this because I haven't had thoughts, visions, memories of this uh, show in many, many years. But David Arquette has bought the rights to Bozo the Clown. Oh, my goodness. And he has plans to kind of rethink the entire Bozo universe and launch Bozo the Clown type programming and all that. So I don't know if you were like me, but as a kid, Bozo the Clown was what I watched every single morning. Yes, we watched it too. On WGN. Yes. Out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that to me, that was the main bozo. Yes. That guy and his buddy was Cookie. Cookie, the, yeah. The sad clown. And you'd go through there and you'd play the grand prize game and you had the chance to win different prizes. Like if you got all the way to the end, you might win a bicycle. Right. But to me, it seems like the first prize, do you remember the first prize? It was like <clears throat> um, a gift certificate to so-and-so. It was like something little. And then every each bucket that you would make your ping pong ball in or whatever that yeah. was. Each bucket had a better prize. Right. And that was my favorite part of the Bozo Show. And not only would you get the prize of the bu- first bucket you made it in, you could keep that prize. And then if you made it to the second one, you also keep that prize. You just keep keeping prizes. Yeah. As a kid, there were many, um, many people who would dream of, you know, being a doctor, a lawyer, a firefighter, police officer. I dreamed of appearing on Bozo the Clown to play the grand, pl- uh, the grand prize game. I do remember one of the one of the deals, and I never had the chance to have these, I think, but um, because they were based in Chicago, there was like a cookie company in Chicago. Do you remember the name of said cookie company? Was it Bozo's Cookie Company? No, it wasn't Bozo's Cookies. I don't know. I can't wait to go get me cookie some Bozo's. Cookies. It I don't know. It wasn't. Cookies Cookies. It wasn't Cookies Cookies. I don't know. You have no idea? No, I have no idea. It started with an A. Give me some A words. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no. Um, you want to yeah, give me some hints and see if me. it, it triggers something? Me more of a hint, yeah. I wonder if anybody else knows this. And maybe somebody's in the car right now going, oh my gosh, I know what he's talking about because there were these cookies and it was one of the <gasps> early prizes. What? Amos. It's not Amos, but that's kind of close. You're thinking of famous Amos? Oh, okay. Well, that was a good, that was a that's close. name of a cookie. It starts. <laughs> ahoy. It's not. Chips ahoy. Kelly, no, it's, <laughs> you can't just pick a letter that's involved in the name and think that's going to be it. I don't know. Okay. So if you, if you think about um, going to St. Louis, what do they have there? The arches. They have okay. They have that, and, and McDonald's has the golden arch. Right. So, so right there. Any idea on the cookies? Golden. No, they. Cookies. It starts with an A. Oh yeah. No. You have no idea. No. So in St. Louis, they have the. Oh, arch cookies. Archway cookies. Oh, okay, yeah. You don't remember that? No. But I love the Bozo Show, and I love the idea that David Arquette's going to bring back something. From my childhood, that was such a great thing. I remember waking up and I'd have breakfast, probably, you know, Pop-Tarts or something like mm-hmm. that, and sit there with <clears throat> my brother and my sister, and we'd watch Bozo. We called him Bozo T-Client. Yeah, you're going to have to maybe tweet David and make sure that he makes sure that that game is in there. The grand prize yeah, game. Yeah, Do you think there's any chance if I grew out my hair on the sides and the back <laughs> that David Arquette would cast me as Bozo the Clown? Uh, I think that you're more of a cookie. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Shout out to our buddy David Arquette, though. Cool stuff with Bozo the Clown. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, October the 12th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Callie Garrett. Of Moralton, Arkansas, turning 16 years old today. Happy birthday, Callie. They get to listen to us, don't they? Yeah, they do. Listen on the app. Uh, Let's see here. We have Jamie McFarlane working a ride out. Jonesboro. Happy birthday. He was my neighbor at one point. A good neighbor, too. so sorry, Jamie. He would find snakes and random animals on the back roads and bring them home to Kai. He was always the neighbor we would turn to if I needed something manly done. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Like, hey, can you help me change a tire? Which really meant, hey, can you change my tire? Right. <laughs> Jamie McFarland celebrates his birthday today. Happy birthday and love from Dana. <clears throat> also celebrating today, we have Chrissy Davis of Lepanto turning nine. This is love from Aunt Amanda. Katie Sides has a birthday today. Alexis Voiles from Wynn. Happy birthday and love from Aaron. Tasha Cotton Robbins of Hickory Ridge celebrates. Cody Warren. From Benton, John Smith celebrating a birthday today. Ronald Downing from Walnut Ridge. Ellen Porter is celebrating. Mike Stout of Jonesboro. Angela Gooding has a birthday today. Lisa Spencer Twyford from Wynn. Jordan McLean also from Wynn. Summer Leonard has a birthday today. And Michael Cloud of Russellville celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Darcy Lynn Farmer is 17. She's a ventriloquist, and she's a singer who won America's Got Talent when she was 12. I remember seeing her on mm-hmm. TV. 
Happy birthday today to Josh Hutcherson, who is 29. That was Pita and the Hunter and the Hunger Games. Kurt Cameron is 51 today. That was Mike Seaver on Growing Pains. Show me that smile. hugely popular too i had him on my uh wall at one point there you go and her wall was really on her wall not like on some type of a facebook deal or anything like right. that. right it was an actual wall she had real <laughs> walls in her house uh, kurt cameron mike Seaver from growing pains turns 51 today happy birthday today to hugh jackman who is 53 not only can he play wolverine but he is the greatest showman can you explain that movie to me real quick which one wolverine or the greatest no, showman? the greatest showman <laughs> no, I will not explain it to you. You'll have you remember, to watch it. You remember that yes, time? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> He's talking about a time that I freaked out on the air yes. and uh, there was nothing I could do. I had a panic attack. Because Kelly wanted to describe to me and David <laughs> this great movie she saw called The Greatest Showman. And then she started to panic as, she, as I played this song. She got nervous about it and then wanted me to explain the movie. <laughs> that you hadn't seen. That I had never seen before. <laughs> yeah, it was a moment. Hugh Jackman turns 53 today. Sam Moore is 86, Hall of Famer, and the Sam of Sam and Date. Sam Moore, Sam and Dave, he's turning 86 today. Happy birthday. And happy birthday today to Marty McGuire, who is 52 from The Chicks. Marty McGuire from The Chicks celebrating today. Bunch of hits we could play here. Marty McGuire celebrating today. Sometimes I wake up crying at night, and sometimes I scream out your name. I said, Cowboy, take me away. Fly this girl as high as you can into the wild blue. Day to Marty McGuire of the Chicks. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Marty McGuire of the Chicks, who turns 52 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, get up. Let's do Tuesday morning. Let's tackle this day together. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, 
Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Morgan Wallen. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my sunburst. So Morgan says he received a song from some friends and uh, he was listening to it on his way back home from playing some golf. And when he heard the song, he was in his truck and it made him break down in tears and cry. So he wanted to test it out and he gave us a sneak peek at this new song. He said he had just learned it moments before he sat down and played it. But I wanted to give you a sneak peek at it as well. Uh, This song is called Don't Think Jesus. It's a sneak peek of an unreleased track from Morgan Wallen. Boy moves to city, lives fast and goes hard. Starts chasing the devil through honky tonk bars. Ignoring the voices in his head that say, I don't think Jesus done it this way. If I was him, I'd set a hell with you. Morgan Wall in the new song that he's uh, teasing there is called Don't Think Jesus. And you can check it out this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. We have country music news today on Reba McIntyre. So the announcement has been made. Reba, live in concert. The tour kicks off January 13th, runs through the middle of March. So when's Reba coming to Arkansas? Yes. Reba McIntyre, Simmons Bank Arena, Saturday, February 5th. Boom! That is your date, Saturday, February 5th. And it's going to be an all-female lineup. We've got Kaylee Hammock, Tennille Towns, Brandy Clark. Those are few of a few of the women that are going to be featured with Reba. But can you think about all the songs we can sing along to with Reba? Oh, my gosh. Is there Reba McIntyre coming to Arkansas. <laughs> Does he love you? Does he love you? Like he loves me. Like he loves me. Does he think of you? Does he think of you? I'm telling you, I've seen her live. She's tremendous, y'all. Consider me good. I mean, we can just do a ton of it. I mean, come on, Reba. That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. That's the night that they hung it in. I was telling one of our coworkers, you feel every word she sings when she's on the stage because she's so theatrical. Yeah. It's a really good show. That's a great show for Simmons Bank Arena. So Reba McIntyre, Simmons Bank Arena, Saturday, February 5th. And a big congratulations goes out to Lee Bryce this morning as he once again has the number one song in country music, this time with this one.
Congratulations to Lee Bryce. Memory I Don't Mess With is number one this week in country music. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is October the 12th, and today in pop culture, in 1981, it was the 15th annual CMA Awards hosted by the Entertainer of the Year. And in 1981, the Entertainer of the Year was Barbara Mandrell. I was country when country was uncool. My first crush ever, Barbara Mandrell. (laughs) It's a true story. Uh, Also at the CMA Awards in 1981... There was a group who won the vocal group of the year. Their name, well, Alabama. If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So rousing up that vocal faded love and let's all dance. If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. Alabama, the vocal group of the year. Closer you get. So many great hits. So I follow Alabama on social media, and they're playing a show in Louisville that's Alabama and Ronnie Millsap. What? Yeah. I'm like, tempted to go. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1987, NXS released an album called Kick. It featured this song. Also on the album was this one. Today in pop culture in 1988, Poison put out this song. Though I tried not to hurt you, though I tried, but I guess that's why they say every rose has its thing. Today in pop culture in 1991, Mariah Carey hit number one with this song. Today in pop culture in 1993, Faith Hill put out her debut album. The album was called Take Me As I Am. It featured this one. Also on the debut album. Today in pop culture, 1997, it was a sad day because the artist John Denver passed away at the age of 53. John Denver's probably best known for this one. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. 
Today in Pop Culture in 1997, the Backstreet Boys were set to play in Madrid. Uh, unfortunately, they were not allowed to play because too many people showed up for the show, and they thought it was dangerous because there were so many fans there. 300 girls were treated uh, for fainting in the heat because they were passing out waiting for the Backstreet Boys. They didn't do the show. So today is October the 12th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so sometimes I feel like the stuff that happens in my life is almost like an episode of Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. You know how you have those things where you have these random observations and thoughts, and the whole idea of Seinfeld was it was a show about nothing. Yeah. Right? And sometimes that's what this show is about. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. So here's the discussion I had with my wife. She was asking me where I had put something in my truck as we're driving. And I said a word to describe the spot where I placed said materials. And she told me that she didn't really understand why I called it that because she doesn't think most people call it that. And then I'm like, well, what do you call it? And she couldn't really tell me what she calls it. So I want to present this to you and see if there's another term we could use to describe a certain spot in the vehicle. Okay. Okay. And then I want to discuss with you the logic of why it is this. You know the spot where like maybe you you open the little latch and you put in like your registration and and different things like that and I don't know, tools Mm -hmm. or I don't know what you might have in the little thing. Yeah. What do you call that thing where you pull the latch and you put your registration, your insurance, all that stuff? Is it a glove compartment? That's what I say it is. She doesn't believe that's what people say now, but I can't figure out what it is that they would say. Well, I don't know if a lot of people put their gloves in there. That's the point. Because we call it a glove compartment, but I don't have any gloves in mine. Maybe we should say registration in that little book you never look at compartment. I think that's what it should be. <laughs> because what is the point of the glove compartment now? Because to today's, I mean, I I don't remember anybody in my family, even grandparents, using that as a glove compartment. Maybe they did that in the early days of vehicles uh-huh. when you're driving an Edsel or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you didn't have heat in your vehicle, so you had to have gloves. and You had mm-hmm. to have them on standby, so you put them in the glove compartment. Right. But what should it be called now? Hmm. What do people call it? Does do. everybody say it's a glove compartment? I also put napkins in there sometimes, too, like for like napkins. kids. Like, you know, like... You're going to spill something or whatever. You get ketchup all over the back seat. I need a napkin. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe some trash bags in there as well. But you would keep them in the glove compartment. Yes, I would keep my napkins in the glove compartment. That's what I say it is as well. But what do, is there another term for it? Is there something else that we could say because we have no gloves in there? I think sometimes if I don't know what it's called, I just say thingy. Hey, put put the, the gloves in that thingy up there. In that thingy. Yeah, but most of the time, if you just point, people know what you're saying. Put them in there. <laughs> what do you call that, Mom? I don't know what we should call that at this point. And some people might say a glove box. Glove box. I wouldn't say that, though. But I don't say compartment about anything. So why is that a compartment? I don't know why it's a compartment. I don't have a clothes. Uh, like, my closet's not a clothing compartment. <laughs> the place where I keep my, my uh, forks and knives isn't a utensil compartment. Hmm. Maybe we should call some car dealers and ask them why it's called a certain. Why thing. is it a glove box? Yeah. 
And what do we call it now? Like nobody has gloves in there, so do we still call it that? Like if you go to the manual of your vehicle, does it say you can find this in your glove compartment? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to let us know. Clue us in on that because that is one of those things that as I started to think about it, my mind was going, wow, I am mind blown right now. And maybe it was because it was Monday. But is it really a glove compartment or a glove box? Random thoughts. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's kind of weird. It's random stuff that people kind of uh, jump onto. Mm -hmm. And like we mentioned, this whole thing with this deal that we call the glove compartment and people start freaking out immediately and we're getting messages and people, we haven't even had time to post it yet and we're getting DMs and stuff. So I wanted to run through a couple of the things uh, that I've seen so far. Like Eric, who says, this is Arkansas. That's where the gun goes. Oh. <laughs> nice. I'm like, that's it. Okay. So it's the gun compartment right. or the gun box. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Let's see. Jason Rutledge says that's called a glove box. But then Shannon Sprinkle went even further and like kind of gave us the picture of why it's called a glove box. And he says that it derived from the compartment's original purpose, which was to store driving gloves. Originally, it was comprised of a box that was located near the driver on the floorboard. But driving gloves were worn to keep your hands clean and were considered an essential piece of equipment in early vehicles. So maybe we should rename it. Maybe, maybe what Eric said is right. We'll call this the gun compartment. <laughs> or Kelly could call it the napkin compartment. The napkin con- compartment. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, it, I guess more people call it the, the glove box or the glove compartment. And when I said glove compartment, that just sounded old. And I wonder if anyone has actual gloves in their compartment right now that they could, they could share. Nobody has gloves. I don't know. There, there could nobody be somebody. Has, nobody has gloves in that thing. They there's, call it the glove compartment, but there's no gloves. There's one person that's going to open that compartment and pull out some isotoners. If you have your isotoners in there, <laughs> send us a picture of it. Because I don't believe anybody listening right now has gloves in the glove compartment. Five, four, three, two, one. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the top five songs of the last 24 hours. It's Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Most wanted. Number five. Kane Brown. It's one Mississippi. That's number five, Kane Brown, one Mississippi. Number four. If I didn't love you, I'd be good by now. I'd be better than barely getting by somehow. Yeah, it would be easy not to miss you. Wonder about who's with you. Turn the walk you off whenever I want to. If I didn't love Jason you. Jason and Carrie Underwood at number four. Number three. Why'd you have to come back in, ride in, ride when I was just getting good and gone? Guess I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. You must have heard I was. That's Priscilla Block on. at number three. Number two. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that Bourbon Street stay with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top two. Walker Hayes, Fancy Like is number two. That means we have a new number one. Number one. I threw my phone in the water. 
little push on the dock. She was packing her bags, I was popping her top. Is she gone for the summer? Gone for the night? Gone for the weekend? All the rest of my life? Was she laughing? Was she crying? As she walked away, I can't, I can't say. say. I was on a boat that day, the river was flowing. I was getting my flow on. She was telling me so long. I was already so long gone. Old Dominion. I was on a boat that day. The number one most wanted song over the last 24 hours on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I get up. Let's do Tuesday morning. It's October the 12th. We appreciate you listening to us. So we're going through looking at some of the responses. Uh, I had this random discussion with my wife. We're driving and I was telling her that she could get something out of the glove compartment. And she thought that sounded old. Like I was grandpa. Like Honey, get something out of the glove compartment. Right. And uh, But I'm like, well, what do you call it then? You know, because evidently most of us either say it's a glove box or mm-hmm. it's a glove compartment. We don't really carry gloves in there. I don't think we've heard from one person yet who carries gloves in the glove compartment. Well, Renee is going to change that, Brandon, oh. because Renee Hay says, I have a pair of gloves in my glove box. Oh, Renee. And she, <laughs> she took a picture of it. No, she didn't. Yeah. And showed us. <laughs> also, let's see. April Mullen says, I call it a glove box, but maybe it could be called the dash compartment. She said her vehicle manual also calls it a glove box. Really? Yeah. So I guess we haven't had a better idea than that. Yeah, but like the dash, that kind of make, that makes sense. Dash compartment. You know what? I think that April Mullins should go out of her way to petition <laughs> the automakers with this, and maybe she can get a cut of this. April, if you have time to do that, we would like for you to start the petition, please. Please. I mean, what if she was able to get rich off of just changing the name of it? Now you're just look. Now I see where you're going. No, I'm not trying this. to get rich. I'm telling her to get rich on that. Okay. But that's kind of a, a cool thing right there. So. Anyway, uh, and I can't believe we actually have somebody with the gloves because I see the photo uh-huh. you were talking about. Yep. Ooh, Tabitha Hampton says we call it a console. Oh. So in the console. Okay. Okay. Anyway, different things up there on social media if you guys want to weigh in on that. And again, uh, thank you for the pictures of your real-life gloves in the glove compartment. <laughs> so reading a thing this morning about things dogs shouldn't eat but that they do eat. Hey. Tell me if your dog's ever eaten any of these different things, Okay. Has your dog ever eaten socks? Oh, no. Like, I've seen, I don't think it's like eat, swallow the whole sock, right. but I have seen like socks and shoes tore up and uh-huh. stuff like that. Uh, garbage, your dogs go through yes, the garbage. They have before. You want to talk about being mad? You walk in the mm. door, you're tired after a long day, and your garbage is yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Children's toys. Yes. Yep, me too. Paper. Yes. People food. Yes. Oh my gosh. Here's what Kai will do. Like, we'll get Kai this big meal he has to have for lunch, right? I'll go somewhere. I'll pick it up. He'll be like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go check my game. And if nobody's in there in our little eating area, Ace, the German Shepherd, uh-huh. all he has to do is lay his head on the counter. He's huge. <laughs> and he'll just take the food. Mm-hmm. Kai comes back and he fries out. And then we have the debate. You know he does that. Uh-huh. So why leave the food? But never learn. Uh, do your dogs eat grass? Yes. Do your dogs eat leaves? I haven't seen him eat any leaves. What about rocks? I haven't seen that either yet. What about dirt? Uh, I guess. What about poop? I've seen it happen. Your dogs? Yes. Yeah. I'm not really sure why they do that because to me it's pretty disgusting. And there's no worse thing than realizing your dog is eating poop <laughs> when it's too late to do anything about it. <laughs> after after he gives you a kiss and you're like, wait a minute. What is that? Aunt Bertha? Ew. <laughs> You just 
offended all the Berthas. No, I, uh, I had an aunt named Bertha. Did you not? I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, you don't know my whole family. I right. Have a long lineage in Texas. You know. Uh, craziest thing your dog's eaten? My dog, Bones, ate a cupcake one time. You know, they're not supposed to eat chocolate. Yeah. I left it out for my son, Kurt. It was one of those cupcakes that had about two inches of chocolate icing oh, on it. Yeah. I told Kurt, I was like, hey, I've got this cupcake down for you. Okay. I came down and it was already gone. And I was like, well, you must have enjoyed that. He's like, mom, I haven't eaten it yet. Oh. And I look over and my little tiny <laughs> dog has chocolate all over his beard. And yeah. he ate the whole thing. And he didn't die. Well, that's good. Yeah. I had a boxer one time who was a really high, like sometimes boxers when they're young are really hyper. We had a boxer and uh, the boxer ate an entire cake. Like the entire, I make that chocolate chip bunt cake. It's really good. Ate the whole cake. And it didn't phase it? No. Probably belly wow. issues, yeah. you know, but nothing major. We went to the zoo one time and we came back and I can't remember, probably the boxer. We got back from uh, the zoo, you know, which is a long day and walk into the house and the dog mm-hmm. had eaten the recliner. <gasps> it was like an anxious moment and it was in, it was shredded in all these different places. And we're like, what? <sighs> Whoa. So anyway, crazy things your dogs have eaten that maybe they shouldn't eat. One of the discussions this morning. If you guys have something, you can always post it on our social media, Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you know the contestants on Jeopardy all stand on platforms that are adjusted to make sure they're all the same height? Ooh, no, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So I could look like I'm the same size as other men? Yes. This is a great, I'm going to go on Jeopardy. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go on Jeopardy. Did you know Richard Gere went to the University of Massachusetts Amherst for free on a gymnastics scholarship? Oh my gosh. He majored in philosophy, but dropped out after two years to pursue acting full time. He did okay with yeah. that. And did you know, Bill Withers wrote Ain't No Sunshine when he was working at a factory making toilet seats for airplanes. And he intended to write more lyrics for the part where he repeats I know 26 times, but other musicians told him to leave it. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, here's the song. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away I know this song. And I know, 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 all right, so every once in a while, we'll see one of these stories, and we're like, how did this happen? How is this even possible? And this is one of the stories. There's a guy from the Solomon Islands, and um, he was going out. Um, the, the vision was he was going to go to this island, and the island was uh, about 125 miles from where he lived. Okay. So he and a buddy get in a boat, and they decide, let's just boat down there. Hmm. And they were on a boat that day. Thank you. And uh, thank you. <laughs> 125 miles seems like a long way to boat. Yeah. You know, and this isn't like a big boat. This isn't like paddling. This isn't like, no, it wasn't a paddle boat. But it's not a cruise ship either. So I'm like, imagine, like, what kind of boat? Is it a pontoon? Hmm. I don't know. Surely it's not a pontoon, right? No. So they leave to go on this boat ride to go 125 miles to this island. 
The problem was, as they were on their way out there, they hit some bad weather. And the weather uh, turned uh, turned them around a little bit. So the tiny ship was tossed. It, it was. Thank you very much, Gilligan. Uh, and the story is, is that while they're out there, they're trying to figure out what's going on, and their GPS on the boat died. Uh. So the weather's tossed them around. The GPS is dead. And these guys are just floating in the water. Kelly, they floated Mm-mm. for 29 days. So it wasn't like it was a quick find. They're out there in the middle of the water, and it's not an area, I guess, where a lot of people go through. So they turned the motor off to save the fuel. They drift 29 days. They were drinking rainwater. They got lucky. They had some oranges they brought along and a few coconuts they found floating in the water. <laughs> so what happened is uh, this past weekend, a fisherman off the coast of New Guinea is uh, is going out to go fishing and realizes, hey, there's people out here in the boat. They pull up to wow. him. And they realized there were there was an issue. They had to be carried off the boat. They were so weak. But they survived after 29 days, lost at sea. And that's the exact reason I don't go boating like that. Because it freaks me out. Well, like, I'll go to the lake in hot springs. Okay, I was going to say, well, a lake, typically you're not going to float miles and miles. But off. let's say that somehow something happened and I woke up on the wrong side of the lake. I don't understand how people go out on these lakes and they know how to get back. Yeah. Because I'm looking around. Oh, this looks the same to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's landmarks. How do you know where to turn? I don't know. Maybe you should just stay on land. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay on land from now on. Now, the guys who were rescued after 29 days said that one of the cool things about it, if they wanted to look at it from an optimistic point of view, was the fact that they um, got a nice break from the pandemic. Oh. So, anyway. Hmm. Or maybe they got a nice break from their wife. Oh. <gasps> Oh. Any other guys want to go on a boat today? Okay. Honey, I was lost. That's a small lake. I was lost. I couldn't figure it out. 29 days? I'll survive on beer, though. That'd be good, right? Or tequila. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so I was uh, having this discussion earlier with Kelly about what you call that place in your vehicle that you store your registration. Because when I mentioned this to my wife, and I said, hey, I think it's in the glove compartment. She thought I sounded like a grandpa. But I didn't know what else you could even call it. Mm-hmm. Because I've called it a glove compartment forever. But I realized that I don't have any gloves. I don't even have a pair of gloves. So what is the compartment really? Who really has gloves? We told you if you really have gloves in there to post a photo of it. And there's one person uh-huh. who posted a photo. Because most people don't just carry gloves in the glove compartment. Yeah, Renee, Renee posted the gloves in her glove box. So I was going through looking at some more responses. This is uh, Stephanie who says, I call it a glove box, but I don't keep glove, uh, but I don't keep gloves in there. Exactly, Stephanie. Nobody does. Except for who? Renee. Renee. She has gloves. Uh, Meg Holmes says glove box. Kenan says it's the catch-all, which I totally get that. It could be called as the catch-all. The other one I saw, uh, what was it? The dash compartment? Yeah. Like that was a good one because I, th- and I think that should be trademarked because that's what it should be called. Well, and I have one for you too. Anna Anderson says the glove department. She said, my husband makes fun of me for it. And when I read that, when you asked me earlier today what I called it, I almost said the glove department. Department. Yes. Like but, you're going to a store. Yeah, right. And hey, where can I get gloves? Yeah. Oh, the glove department. Right. So I, I almost do that as Who's well. that again? That is, let's see, Anna Anderson. All right, Anna. At least she admitted it. <laughs> yes. Kelly wouldn't admit it, but Anna does. Yes. Uh, another good one I saw, Amanda Beth says, so you know how you call it something, let's see, 
You know how you call something by one name your whole life and get never give it a second thought? Then someone questions it and you really second guess, guess yourself like, why do I call it that? <laughs> Thanks, guys. I've said glove box as long as I can remember. Can we change it to dash hole? Junk compartment? <laughs> dash hole? Dash hole. I don't know if dash hole is a good one. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like that. (laughs) Listen, put it in the dash hole. Uh Uh-uh. No, no, no. (laughs) Wow. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, there's a lot of people who try to give up meat and they try to give up fish and all these different Mm -hmm. things. And they want to go plant-based. You see more and more people that are trying that. And you're seeing plant-based options where, hey, this is a hamburger that's made of beans and plants (laughs) and stuff like that. But it tastes like the hamburger. Uh And that kind of weirds me out a little bit because it makes me wonder like what the consistency and like texture is. Well, then I wonder if everything is just meant to be tasting like meat and it's not really meat because you don't really know. Yeah. You know, how do we know this? We're not checking the true meat content. Mm -hmm. What if this is all has always been like that? Yeah. Uh, Nestle's coming up with a couple of new things like alternatives to eggs where they're not really from chickens, but they taste like eggs. Okay. And there's also going to be shrimp. That looks like shrimp and feels like shrimp and tastes like shrimp, but is actually plant-based. It's plant-based shrimp. Okay. I mean, we're getting to the point where we're going to be able to create every food and have the the taste profile of every food, but have none of the yeah. stuff that goes with it. That's. I mean, I would try it, I guess, but... I would try it if it's cheaper. Yeah, right. If it's cheaper, <laughs> I am in. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we discuss um, this part of our car that we call a glove box or a glove compartment. Mm-hmm. And we try to figure out why we call it that, because quite frankly, only one person that we've seen uh, keeps gloves in there. And it's really caused a stir today. It's caused quite the stir. <laughs> Plus, uh, David Arquette, who's a friend of the show, has bought the rights to Bozo the Clown. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember Bozo from like WGN? We talk through that. Plus, things our dogs have eaten that they're not supposed to eat. Uh, all of that on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? It is Disney Villains Night on Dancing with the Stars, so that should be fun to watch. The Voice is on, part two of the Battle Rounds. The third season premiere of The Movies That Made Us on Netflix. That's a great show if you haven't watched it. This season includes Aliens, Halloween, Friday the 13th, and A Nightmare on Elm Street. Tonight's schedule also includes DC Stargirl, The Resident, FBI, Supergirl, FBI International, American Crime (laughs) Story, New Amsterdam, and FBI Most Wanted. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.